do the intro. Roll the intro. Ha da da da. I hi. Well, what language was that? I update. Well, I realized that that was another song. So okay, I'm gonna try and come up with my own. But Martini Works, welcome to the Martini Works podcast. I can't say that that was anything else that I've ever heard. And we're back. We are still in a bedroom. This is terrible. Yeah. Three dudes in a tiny bedroom. Yeah. Let's go. To be fair, it definitely top bunk. But yet. welcome back to the Martini Works podcast. We got a couple things that we're gonna be talking about today, including our favorite I would hope car so. builds. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be staying warm because it is still freezing outside. Getting it's better. Supposed to warm up this week, but mm-hmm. it was about negative fifteen, negative twenty. It sucked uh, yesterday. So if you live uh, outside of the state, be thankful. You know, kiss the ground. Touch some grass. You know, do the what thing you have is, to I've, I've heard it. it's like kind of like this everywhere, though. I see snow in there places was like a that cold normally front. don't get yeah. snow. People are like, it's 30 degrees in Texas. So I would take 30, though. Yeah, I'd take 30, then negative 20. Like, I'm good with I'm good with freezing. 32 yeah. degrees. <laughs> yeah, 32 is oh, not that's bad. It. <laughs> okay. That's it. Gotcha. That is the floor for me. Anyway, if your name is also Angel S. John F. Uh, Bristol G. Oh, Brandon wow. C. Josh R, Trey H, Jaden C, Dale K. Thank you so much for supporting the Martini Works podcast and supporting Martini Works with either car parts or T-shirt or something like that. We've had a lot of people pick up uh, some BC Racing coilovers. We had people pick up some Fortunato coilovers. We had people pick up work wheels, wheels, Graham lights, HKS exhaust. So if you guys... Looking for car parts, Magikarp nice. Martini Works. You guys have good taste. I was gonna say yeah. we got to the point where I'm like jealous of the orders yeah. going on. I'm like, I might just keep this shit. Yeah, we uh <laughs> we hand delivered Ray his uh, oh, work yeah. wheels. Yeah. How was that? That was awesome. Ray's Ray's a super cool guy. Ray he's got, <laughs> he's got a 370Z, picked up some he picked up your wheels, actually, but I Hell like yeah. the finish on these ones more. Oh, um yeah, so the they're, finish was sick. they're the bronze. Uh, why the hell? I'm ZR10s. ZR10s. Um, that finish goes insanely hard. There's so much metal flake in that paint. And then it mm. had like just the the chrome lip, mm-hmm. L- not lip, like the just the rim of the wheel. Yeah, it was like polished. I haven't like, really mm-hmm. seen that, but it, it looked was, good. It, was, it looked it really looked good. good. I thought it was like a protector at first, yeah. but no, it's actually like machined into the. That's pretty dope. Wheel, so. Yeah, and he was super stoked. Yeah. Dude. It was, <laughs> we filmed a little thing with him. I'm sure you'll see it soon, or maybe you already seen yeah, it. Yeah, it was in the midst of it being super cold, and we're standing out in his driveway. He's like, can we just can we open one? We're like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I already opened one, Ray. He's so, like, oh, look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was so stoked. So that was it. When we get to hand-deliver parts like that is one of the coolest things mm-hmm. ever, because obviously when you order it over the internet, we should, we're still insanely excited but when you get to enjoy yeah. the excitement yep. together it's a whole nother level of like this is what we fucking want to do yeah yeah but that whole time we we're like we could just we just take them yeah we we're like what if we didn't go to race house <laughs> we just drove back and we keep the work we <laughs> the intrusive thoughts we almost didn't won. we, we didn't. gave them to ray we did the right thing yeah and then we went and ate some really hot chicken wings that sounds like a blast. It was a fun day. Hey, that you should have came. I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you came or went. What? Uh, let's jump into <laughs> our favorite kind of builds. Starting off in the Martini Works podcast. No, we're not starting hour. that yet. No, you're way no, off. You no. tried. I want to catch up with you, folks. Segwaying, but you just <laughs> got way too nervous and jumped over every single thing. Do a little update on the cars where we're at. Me and Jules just got back from winter autocross. Sure did. So oh, Jules, interestingly enough, was gonna right. run some crazy tires. <laughs> yeah. However, Viking Contact Sevens. Well, they didn't come. 
Three of them came. <laughs> three. Okay, three came. Yeah, if you want to. So three came. One talk day. about one your. Day. One was unsatisfied. Winter autocross <laughs> experience so far. Yeah. So the it was it was really wild. So I took my 2011 328i X Drive out for winter winter autocross. Uh, me, Dakota, and then our friend uh, Cody uh, all signed up for it, and it was really fun because we were actually spread across the three um categories we had all-wheel drive front-wheel drive and rear-wheel uh-huh. drive uh, with the code with the supra and then cody had a tdi sport wagon diesel fuck yeah sport wagon. and sick. he fucking killed Dude, it first Never. time ever doing any type of motorsport ever yeah and he got like second place consistently yeah that is awesome like he we were they had like the, the times updated live on the thing so we're all watching each other's times uh mm-hmm. cody and i were in the same group but dakota was in a different group and dude i was watching cody and he's just hauling ass and yeah it was like the the motorplex one he was like maybe like the second line to go or whatever and all of a sudden like he put down his time and he was like second in the front wheel drive category we're, and we're like, all like what the holy f- shit <laughs> he's like i didn't think it was that good <laughs> he's like i know i can go faster and then he fucking did <laughs> Like the whole day, he's like, I can go fast. I know. If I you didn't know with that sport wagon TDI, he actually picked up Viking Contact yep. Sevens from Martini Works, and he was running those. And dude, I was running that the Viking made Contact Sevens. Dude, it was gnarly conditions out there, to mm-hmm. say the very least. Like they did some prep work to like make the tracks, if you want to call it that. Yeah, but it was like they're not tracks. The- Raw dogging it out in the woods is what we were doing. The problem was is that, obviously, we got a ton of snow. We got, like, what was it, like 15 inches of snow up here or something like that. And then it immediately got cold. So it snowed when it was, like, 30-some degrees. So it was really wet, really heavy. And then we had this massive cold snap that went to, like, negative 25-degree wind chills. And it just froze that base. Mm-hmm. The, all the roads around here, they're still like recovering a week and a half later. Um, like everything got froze over in this solid ice and it was rutted. It was bumpy. And it's like it was like driving on pothole roads. Mm-hmm. But that's but kind of way worse than that. That's way, understating it because so it's a much. pothole every five inches because it's like. Well, and they're the deepest potholes yes. you've ever seen. I was literally just dragging frame the entire time <laughs> i exploded my left side skirt exhausts were getting where did your side skirt go uh, it exploded i don't know yeah it, it was just... cold and plastic and ice so that's good math yeah i, I came I, and went <laughs> took the super however there was uh like m2s out there and stuff yeah. like that m3s and uh they were getting stuck they they were just locking up going in drifts <laughs> sliding up Never got stuck. Finished every lap. So I was super stoked. And my main goal was to not get last. I just didn't want to go out there and get last in my Supra. Um, And I got ninth out of 27th. Oh, nice. yeah. So good job. I thought that was that was good. I, I'll take it. I was very happy to go home mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good on the boys. I, on the other hand, uh, no, no. Um, so since I did not get my tires in time, wow. Uh, I was just rocking some all Last minute planning. Praying for the best. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I was just uh, praying for the best. And uh, we got through. We didn't get stuck. Okay. They, you know, I got some looks from the line judges of like, when I'd pull up and the car would just, I would go to stop at the start point kept going. and the car would just still kind of just slide with Creeping. all wheels locked up. They're just like, well, this ain't going to go well. They got the tow trucks ready. Everyone's yeah. on deck to mm-hmm. get, you know, pull this stupid BMW out of the ditch. Didn't go in the ditch. Didn't get stuck. That's a win. Understeered like crazy. And the braking was horrendous, um, but we made it through. Uh, nice. Something is broken on the car. I don't know what cars were breaking. Car, a lot. It was rough on <laughs> I the cars. Can't tell you how rough it was. Like you just had yeah, to be there. There's, but it was, there's something in like either. Riding on rumble strips the whole time. Way worse. worse. 
way really? more. Dude, Alex. It, oh, and I'm, and I'm telling you, like, uh, Maggie was out there, bless her soul, brave in the cold, and she was filming some outside of the car stuff for me. And there was, like, I think it was the upper paddock, which was not as bad as the lower paddock. But it was still like you're driving it, and it's like you know how like when I hit like big potholes when we're driving somewhere, yeah. it's like, boom, like it makes you sense. Feel it. It's like every two seconds, oh. it's like go, 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 and like go. I get done, and I was like, oh my, she's like, how was that? I was like, oh, it was so like it hurt, like it felt. Like, she's like, it was loud on the outside, and that's where <laughs> I knew I was like, oh shit. And then yeah, it was uh, we broke for lunch, and afterwards we uh, basically did the three courses again and it was like the I was, we were driving to the motorplex course and i'm like something doesn't sound right i'm getting like this oh no so and it's like when i turn right it's like and when i brake hard it's like so something is broken either the suspension or the brakes with my luck lately it's probably the fucking brakes um i don't really know if it's an axle if it's a suspension piece if it's a wheel bearing something is not healthy in that um, car right now, so it was rough on the car. So I'm was, sorry to hear it was that. Very, very rough. I'm excited that you guys had a good time. It was fun. It was an absolute. Yeah, it was still blessing. worth it. Like, it was wild. Like that is like, especially on the the motorplex one. So this was at Road America, by the way, uh, and they have like a go kart track that they call the motorplex or the motorplex. Yep. Um, and it actually has like a decent amount of like elevation change, and it's like really curvy. So That's it's like practically a, a full track for most people. Yes. Yeah. yeah literally. Um. So we did that. That that was one of the courses, and it dude, that one was the best one. That one was the best because there was a ton of snow on it. It wasn't as rough. You can, drift, that, you can yes, slide up the hill. Yes, like that felt like if you know you're on like the back roads when mm. after a fresh snowfall and you've always wanted to drive like that, but you're always like, oh, there could be traffic, there could yeah. be cops watching. It's like that was just go let loose, and like that was the funnest part because it's like I've always wanted to just do this without any repercussions. Yep, and here we are. So that was a ton of fun. That's sick. That's awesome. Nice job. What what updates do you have on your cars, Alex? How's the S two thousand doing? The S two thousand. Not being able to look at it. It's doing really great if you imagine it right there. Mm-hmm. It is officially. Oh, it is great. Officially off the jacks. <gasps> it's on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Holy yeah. shit! It's on the ground. Uh, we got the APR performance wing uh, put Ooh. on the car. Sixty-seven inches of carbon fiber goodness. Hell yeah! Uh, we mocked it up with the yeah I know. Uh, <laughs> it we mocked it up with the two-piece hardtop. We've got the roll bar in. Jesus. We got uh, the rest of the body kit done and completed. Mm-hmm. So we have three episodes scheduled for the build. It's going to go live in February. Wow. We're actually, I'm excited. We're actually finishing up uh, a T-shirt. We're doing two T-shirts for hey, it. So one is one is going to be like. The pre-completed S2K, and we're gonna do like a nice little like small limited mm-hmm. run, and then we have another one that's gonna be like it being it done. done. And so the the tagline for the S2000 is gonna be in clapped car we trust. <laughs> and uh, so now clapped. now we got a we got a lot we still got a lot to do. So we still have to get the interior done, uh, seats, rails, steering wheel, quick release, all that. All that's stuff. on the way. Yeah, it's on the way. Ooh, it hurt the credit card a lot. Yeah, well, oh. race cars will do that to you. And then last thing we got to decide is do we do we bite the bite the bullet and get uh, upgraded like tie rods and brakes or do um, we try to stick with the OEM stuff until honestly, it here's, fades out? Here's the thing: I would honestly, because you don't don't overdo it. Yeah, don't don't overcomplicate it because you're gonna go out there and for motorsports, those stuff that kind of stuff is gonna break. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna wear out. It's gonna take a beating. If you can stick with the OEM stuff for now, I would just do it until honestly. you need it. I, I don't think I don't think there's any point necessarily right now going out and dropping like you said, like the 
what yeah. was it? The Jays like, racing like tie rod ends were like four hundred dollars. Yeah, so silly. Just go buy the OEM stuff, and it's like I'm going through these actually quite a bit. I think it could use an upgrade. Then, then do maybe it. do, but I, I don't think there's don't overcomplicate it. I see a lot of people do that right out of the gate. It's like I'm just gonna upgrade everything because I can. And then it's just like, oh, I spent a lot of money on this and I don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a tough thing to figure out, like, where do you want to reinforce and where you mm-hmm. don't, right? Yeah. So it's like, I do have to, I plan on buying, you know, probably in the next month or so, a spare a diff for the car. That's probably Yeah, that's probably good. Because those diffs go out, you mm-hmm. know, like nobody's business. And technically speaking, in the Grid Life series, you have to keep your OEM diff case. You can change your diff gears, uh, yeah. right? If that makes sense. Yep, I think yep, I'm yep. saying that right. Yep. Um, so I want to have a backup just in case that's like actually refined for what we need it yeah. for. And uh, the stock one will probably blow up on our test day in April. But <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Well, it's like, what, how, how could it? Have you seen what we've done to that car over the last I've, three years? I've, how has the how has that transmission? Well, not the transmission. How's the differential <laughs> held up? I mean, it's They're the known only as thing glass transmission. The only thing diffs. that's held up in my fucking eyes. That's kind of mean. Um, but <laughs> Damn. Be- but besides that, <laughs> we have. Last part to break. <laughs> it is the last part to break. Engine I'm pretty broke, excited. Transmission broke. Diff is all that's left. That that diff's held out longer than anything on the car. It is. It is. So we got that except going the, on. Except the plastic dip. Plastic dip held up for a long time. Oh, dip. So is, gross. That's just paint that at this point. Ain't going it's anywhere. just paint. So gross. So like, How I, did you convert plastic dip to paint? So I, I put a post. Some people might want to know that. The problem with plastic dip is Uh-oh. like you're going to get a lot of heat from the audience anytime you talk shit about it. But the thing is, is 10-year-old plastic dip mm-hmm. is by far the worst possible thing you could ever have to do on a cold oh, yeah. Saturday morning. And then when I post that on my my story, I get people that don't follow me angry at me, <laughs> saying that I'm doing it wrong. Dude, the and they're like, you should have bought this, 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 and this. And it's <laughs> not supposed to stay on the car that long. And if you complain about taking off Plasti Dip, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, why am I immediately the idiot in this conversation? I'm just trying to get the 10-year-old Plasti Dip like, off like the hood of this that car. I did not apply. Yeah, yeah you like, didn't even dip it. Yeah. So I learned yeah. that acetone is a very, very good help, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to dump the entire hard top in gasoline. Careful, <laughs> you're putting that on. I feel like that can't be good for the paint. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to do yeah, what you got to do. Paint thinner works really good on Plasti Dip. So actually, I do have a bad situation with that i didn't oh, realize what, how what? effective uh acetone was on uh-huh. plastic painted items uh, yeah oh. and it you know it took off what a little bit destroy? of silver there's like these little like like little, i don't know there's these little fins that go uh right next to the trunk in the back of the car it's hidden by the hard top so it doesn't matter but i started like scrubbing away the plastic <laughs> and i was like why is this piece yellow and i'm like was the car yellow and then i'm like i look underneath it and i'm like that's plastic. The plastic is yellow. <laughs> oh my god! So it's not all perfect, but yeah. uh, but just use it though. That's fine. That's how you're it. supposed to take it off. Yeah, I don't from a material that's supposed to be easily. Who is this? Is somebody and making it, noise? Oh, that's one of my cats. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me in. I just get used to it at this point. Yeah. Anyway, outside of oh, yeah. that, no, it's been going good. That's good. Um, four thirty starts next month, which is hey. scary. That's what I keep saying about my 242, but uh, you know, we'll get there. I can't touch the Ferrari until the S2K I, is. I, I did yeah. look at the 240 the other day, though. So we're we're well, getting. Now you places. gotta look at the BMW. 
Yeah, that seat. <laughs> I was getting really excited to work on the 240, but then all my other shit breaks, including my daily, because I decided yeah, to drive I, it like a madman. That's you. That's, that's that is you. 100% on me. I'm not blaming <laughs> anyone else on that. We put, uh, put 100,000 miles on our cars in five miles yesterday. <laughs> it was the most... Yeah. Just spinning the Again, I cannot <laughs> tell you how fucking... Yeah, it was like driving in a mountain with no roads is it, what it was the best way I can describe it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect how harsh that ice was going to. How did the coilovers hold up? Surprisingly Oof. well, I'm good now. Um, Like during it, all I could think about was these were not made for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, But like they were holding up. I didn't have any weird clunks or. You were they, bottoming? No, but I, I was hitting my frame and stuff. So that was loud. But my coilovers were surprisingly I, I yeah. was really impressed with them and they did good. And then I was like, okay, like afterwards, cause you can't even tell there's just so much noise happening while you're actually doing it. I was <laughs> yeah. like, the drive home is going to be like my the real test. Yeah. I'm going to like, what is broken? What isn't broken? And it was like, Oh, it's fucking normal again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I, I was, I can't believe it. I was really starting to freak out on the ride home. Cause like, obviously I had noticed the noise and that thing, something was wrong. And then uh, we start driving home, and it's about an hour from Road America back yep. to Appleton. And it's like just country highway. Beautiful like, roads. It's just, okay, you turn left at this person's 40 acres and you hey, go I, two miles. I got a bone to pick with you. What what GPS do you use? Google. I need to know this. So now. there's two ways, just Go so you no, know. No, 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 I, know I, need he's, to, I need answers. <laughs> Google Maps. Fuck Google Maps. <laughs> Why? Why do you fucking use that shit? It takes what? you the most terrible way I have ever seen. And this has happened multiple times. Yeah. We almost died in Chicago because Jels yeah. is using Google Maps. We're coming back from America. We almost died because Jels is using Google Maps <laughs> on his iPhone. Use Apple Maps. It's built into the phone. What are you doing? Why, Why do you do that? I've just always used Google Maps. Well, it's fucking going to kill us one day. <laughs> it almost killed us last night. Yeah, dude. We were on roads that were borderline worse than the autocross. Yeah. Fucking. I, so There's only four turns to get to Road America from <laughs> not Apple. Unless, huh? yeah, not unless you not take the Google, Google Maps. Maps. Yeah. I would, every like, two every turns, two miles. Would, and I'm looking at my GPS, I'm like, why are we rerouting this way? And then it would just turn into the most shit road. And I'm like, there was there what? was one road that we turned down, and I was like, fuck, because it brought us on that road on the way there. And I remember it was really bad. You guys need to stop using that. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like right. out of spite though to use Google Maps on an iPhone, where it's like I've given you everything, but I'm not giving you my navigation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, anyway, yeah, we were on the way home, and uh, you know the car was already making noise, but then obviously you get the the 55 mile an hour shakes i'm like this thing is rattling apart it's all broken and i'm like there's probably like 20 pounds of snow mm -hmm. packed into these wheels and like everywhere else in the car throws off uh, the balance so i was really just hoping i'm like mm -hmm. maybe it's all just snow and ice related and i stole the other heated garage space from maggie last night and i'm just like i'm gonna let everything just melt overnight let it thaw out, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and maybe it'll just miraculously fix itself in the That's morning. That's how we all wish it would. <laughs> the shakes are gone. Yeah. No, he's still there. Uh, uh -uh. See, I, dude, I was so close to like, I'm just gonna follow my GPS, <laughs> but I knew you were having issues with that here in the and I didn't want your wheel to go flying off. Then you're yeah. stuck. What a so I was friend. like, I was that like, is, I'll, that I'll is follow him through the fucking Google map shit. I wonder if that road was terrible. I I almost went. <laughs> well, too, we would turn and then. Arrival time, go up. Arrival time, Was go it? up. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is this? That's you stupid. might. I mean, it could just I'll, be I'll like weight balances. Apple Maps, man. I just don't like how much Apple Maps, Apple Maps talks to me. 
It's like it's trying to oh, hold I a just conversation. Turn that off. I turn that it's off. It's like I make a turn. It's like in 400 miles, you're going to take a left. <laughs> Good to know. You're also going to want to look to your left for your left turn. <laughs> yeah. When okay. you're turning left, be sure to look both left and right. It's like, why are you still talking? Have you seen Stop how it. people drive? I know. I know. That's true. It's, yeah. Google Maps is you like have people driving with fucking cars that drive themselves. Yeah. You need to have people like, hey, Google Maps. You're gonna like, need to, hey, turn right. Hey, where? hey, there. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna want to grab onto the steering wheel now, because yeah. I know you're fucking on Instagram or TikTok or something. Yeah. You're gonna want to put your hands on the steering wheel. You're gonna turn right and close TikTok and make a left That's turn. That's literally what it's about to be. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but I think it's Waze has the ability now where you can add your own voice to the directions. Oh, God. Which is absolutely cool. hilarious. Yeah, so there's a bunch cool. of TikTok girlies out there recording <laughs> themselves, and then oh it'll be like, God. turn left, you dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you we, missed your turn, badass. Can, <laughs> can we sell packs for that for people to buy where it's like we record? Did you just, did you just DLC Apple Maps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we make like our own like expansion packs. People yeah. can buy it's like, Our oh, I want works. I want Dakota's voice to, for my Waze app. It'd be like close fucking Google Maps and open <laughs> Apple Maps. No, it's like thank you for using a proper fucking navigation yeah. system. <laughs> turn left, turn Listen, left, turn left. Like it, I will say, I will say, it has been within this last year that Google Maps has really taken a shit on me because I use it all the time and it was always good. And then honestly, it was the way back from Gatlinburg when it fucked us up through Chicago and I was on manned toll booth roads that i was like we are gonna die yeah mm. um because these roads we're the only person on it and, and then it turned into a mess yeah it was a mess i did not like it mm. so comment down below if you use google maps or apple maps i'm curious where the people lie right now because i know when apple maps started doing its thing it got it a lot rough. of hate yeah it got a lot of hate that's what i've always thought but, but I think they made it a lot better. And now I only use Apple Maps. I never, ever will ever use Apple Maps. I'll tell Google you what. Maps. I'll tell you what. You stuck, me, you stuck with me through a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. I'll give Apple Maps a try. All right. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. What a mind-blowing experience. You. Which, by the way, if you guys want another mind-blowing experience, we're going to be talking about our official sponsor for the Martini Works podcast, which is Continental Tires. Ooh. I would point to our sign. That's a Datsun. But, but it it's is not, orange. It's close. Uh, <laughs> we're just missing a couple letters, and the font is white, not black. But we do want to thank Continental Tires for coming on board as the Martini Works sponsor. If you guys haven't heard, we got the old Viking Contact 7s over on the track day. Sounds like they absolutely crushed it, did a great job. And if you guys are still looking for winter tires, because if you guys are still looking for winter tires, you it's can go, too late. Oh, you sorry. can pick up some Continental Viking Contact 7. Super duper awesome tire. If you guys are interested in learning more about them, you can check them out over at Martini Works. With that being said, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, we're talking about our favorite car builds. Let's go. There are so many different ways that you can probably build your car these days. You can build for show. You can build it for track. You can build it for pretend track, where you build it to look like it's going <laughs> to the track, but it's not ever. Um, and then you can make 75 TikToks about how cool it is to go to the easy, track. Easy, easy. Um, or there's some other different ways to build your cars. What's your favorite type of car build, Gels? Uh, one that stays together. So I feel like well, expectations are, are low that? over That's, here. <laughs> it's my favorite one because I've been yet to achieve it. <laughs> setting goals for myself <laughs> like um it. honestly oh man i have so many like dude it's hard to narrow it down but i think ones that i i see that i get like really excited about 
is like we go to a show or something like that and or even just like around town i've seen it a couple times where it's like you see a car that's like straight out of like 2004 yeah and it's been it was built in 2004 but it's like been like maintained what like the kit is still Mm -hmm. in one piece like the paint Mm -hmm. still looks really good and it's just like a little fucking time capsule yeah i think that that shit is so cool it's like it's it's nostalgic like it really is because it's like it's not like it was built to like replicate that. It's like no, that is from that time, and that is what it was, and that is so cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Absolutely, Dakota, dude. It's tough because mine has like changed so much, <laughs> and it it constantly changes. Uh, so it's tough to narrow down. And I like so many car builds too. Like I'm, I like stance builds. I like track builds. Um, oh, man, I I would say overall though, I like more aggressive cars. I like cars with arrow. Yeah. Um, aggressive wheels and i mean that fitment wise like i like seeing that shit flush whether it's a track car or you know uh, a show car um i've gotten a little bit away from the fender to lip stuff even though i still appreciate seeing it um i wouldn't do it again i don't think i think i'm good on it i i like really when the fender lines up with a nice meaty tire flat mm-hmm. sidewall i think that looks really good um but yeah i've been getting more towards the the functional side of things so i i've really appreciated those builds and uh, being able to put a modification on your car and then see a different result, I think, is really neat. Um, yeah. So working more towards that. Uh, but I, I still, again, I appreciate the show stuff. I, I like that. And I, I like seeing all those. That's where a lot of the crazy, wacky stuff comes yeah. in. <laughs> and I, I can always appreciate that. Even like that, I, I wish more people get into that. Like, just because you wouldn't do it to your car, it's okay to still like it. It's right. okay to still yeah. appreciate it. You, you like don't have to do the mod yourself. No. Like it now, everyone's like, You said don't do forged carbon fiber because we did those like, yeah, shirts yeah. And stuff, but yeah. That, that's our opinion. You don't have to listen to our opinions. No, you do have to buy your car parts from Martini Works, though. That you have to do. That's, that's a legal thing. That's illegal yeah, in the state of all of them. Uh, <laughs> you have to do it. So, with that being said, I would say, Yeah, what about you, uh, Alex? What do you got? What's your favorite type of car build? Honestly, yeah. I've got a big soft spot for 80s, 90s DTM cars, and I've promised myself that in 2024, I will build some version of a DTM car. I love them. Just some boxy fucking Just something. Aggressive. Like, everybody always thinks the 190E is the answer to that, but the 190E is insanely insanely expensive, and I hate to be that guy. They didn't win a whole lot of races, Mercedes, back then. (laughs) They just had a lot of Mercedes in the racing series. So if you were The E30 won everything. But no, I would probably say I would love to jump into, honestly, Mercedes if I could, but (laughs) I actually found out that Ford had a Mustang that was in DTM that that I would love to replicate uh, one day and do a little build on. It was like they had- Oh, you did show us that. It was sick. Yeah, I think that would be super cool. And I just love that. I think from from just a what is my favorite type, there's like this friendly balance that I've started to see that I really enjoy where there's this hierarchy. You got like the car show scene, right, where everybody's just building it to look good. Mm -hmm. And then people start doing the arrow stuff, the battle arrow, and then they're like, okay, well, I went to an autocross event, so I'm going to start talking shit about anybody that doesn't go to autocross. (laughs) And then there's one layer above that. And that's like the people that have now started to pull into the functional stuff and have really started to just tone in their car for like the driving experience. I think a really good example of that is like your Supra, right? Like you took the lip off Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. I can, I can do so much places. more with this car, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's it's not that it didn't look good before. It looks better with the lip, 100%. but like you're starting to make that transition where it's like, 
You want the car to look good without sacrificing the drivability mm -hmm. of it. And I think when you start to fine tune that, yeah. like the the way the car gets built really comes into itself. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. I'd have to say my my other one too that I've I've fallen in love with is obviously just like the clean drift builds. Yeah. Like cars that like mm -hmm. can fucking get down, but people spend just as much time on just making them look good. Yeah. Like they're not gonna be perfect, but it's like Dude, like you can tell that there's attention has gone into like just keeping them looking good, like mm -hmm. having a style to it. So it's like, dude, like you follow like the final boat pages and stuff like that. The cars that they dude, post on there are like the so is, cool. They're just perfect car. Or not perfect, guy, but like you know, they're just so fucking cool. Yeah, there's a guy drifting a Ferrari 360 over I, in Japan. I, I knew and you were the moment see that. I saw that post, I was like, yeah, if he can do it, it's got to be possible. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I immediately was like, I was gonna send it to him, like. There's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think there's this weird, I don't know if it's like just a changing of of style, but I, I'm really starting to come into like the Euro styling and kind of being like, I don't, I don't know if the Japanese cars are gonna be there forever. Like I like them, mm -hmm. they're really great. I love drifting the Gloria, for instance. But man, it's like I look at a an old Mercedes or I look at an old BMW or Porsche mm -hmm. or even like a Ford Mustang. As weird as that sounds, it's like. It's that 90s thing yeah. in there. And I'm like, why am I so infatuated with this the nostalgia that I didn't even live? Like, I right. I didn't yeah. watch that racing. My family was never into the racing. It's yeah. just, I go back and I watch the series and I'm like, this is so goddamn There's cool. There's something really unique about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a different era. Yeah. So I really like Japanese time attack cars. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever build one, but those are insane. Those are like, mm -hmm. dude, the arrow they put on that, it mm -hmm. almost looks <laughs> like it's like like the bozo zuku cars you know like right. it's so wild like some of it's like there's no way that's helping is it yeah. is it really helping because they if you haven't seen japanese time attack cars look them up and you will be amazed yeah good the or fact bad. That they i don't like know, but never I, left yeah i i love it i think it looks so fucking cool dude some of those like rx7s s2000 civics and stuff that they're building out there and like they are fighting for thousands of a second. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, dude. It is just absolutely wild. I, I, I really like those. I will say if in and Bosuzoku is such a weird one to bring up because you're right. It's like it, it they kinda like when you look it's at the aggressiveness. Yeah. yeah. Exaggerated. But yeah. um one one TikTok channel I've been watching a little bit that I've actually really enjoy. It's called uh Boss Boss Racing. You should Boss you Boss should Racing. go give it a follow, go give it a watch. Cause it's I, I don't I don't think it's international. I think it's here in the States, but it has a very, and again, I'm just speaking off what I know, but it's like he does time attack. He shows him racing and stuff like that, him in the canyons of, of what I think is California, but it's got a very like time attack style. He does a lot of time attack himself. Yep. Um, and it's overall super cool. He always starts the videos off and it's like, Boss, boss racing, and then it's like the clip, and it's like, I like it already. It's so cool. <laughs> you get, you, like, I, I'll, I'll come across the video occasionally. I'm like, Boss, boss racing. I'm like sick. Like, I'm fucking yeah. in. I'm like, where is he? I don't know. I don't care. And it's like, yeah. it's it's new video. Cool. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So, the time attack stuff is super cool. I would love to see. Hopefully, we can get out there with the S2000 and kind of see what that world is like. Because I've never. I hope so. That's like the whole plan, ain't it? Yeah, it's just it's <laughs> scary and it's expensive. Well, and... you've come this far. You might as well finish it. That's true. That's true. I just have a feeling. Get back out now. I know. I'm excited Jesus. though. Well, here's the thing. If you puss out, Dakota will drive it for you. That's uh, that's fair. I do want Dakota to drive it at least once. Once it's all ready to drive. I want oh. to. God, it's gonna be sick. <laughs> it is going to be a very fun, fast, tiny, scary car, mm -hmm. which I'm excited for. And she's hopefully, rip. yeah, hopefully she's uh, all in one piece after the first first day. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one of the styles that I think is really like 
coming into its own though. You know, that's not so much built off the past, but like is trying to do something new. Trying to do something you know? new. And and I almost wanna I almost wanna say it. I almost wanna say it. Say so it. I've been doing content around Hyundai. Oh, he's oh. back on this shit again. Oh, Jesus, this is I don't know where this is about to go. And I've noticed that a lot Hang of on. people that race the N line Hyundai's mm-hmm. have a lot of really fantastic things to say about them. Yeah. They dominated autocross while we were there. Yeah, they I s- won in a Elantra N. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been saying that they love them. And uh I've noticed that like that styling that where it's like this weird raked front end that Hyundai's doing on like their end line stuff where it's got a bunch of angles and sharp mm-hmm. I want to see if maybe that stays. Like if Hyundai's going to actually have some of their own styling come out in the next few years and if other people are going to like it because the Elantra <laughs> seems to be a super popular platform mm-hmm. that is also doing really well. Yeah. And I give them a hard time because they copycat everybody. But like, this is one of those things where it's like they're doing. It's like you have the chance to this be is your it. own brand. Yeah. yeah, and they got the colorways and they got the all the styling. And it's like I wonder if maybe something will eventually come from. I that. mean, I, ideally, that's what we would hope, right? That you know they they stop, lack of a better term, just copying each other's homework. But uh, Ooh. yeah, I mean, Rep it's un, it's undoubtable undoubtable that they have good stuff like they've been they've been showing up at a lot of events people really have really great things to say about them yeah so what do you think like we talked about our favorite type of types of car builds but like what do you think what manufacturer era is the best like do you think 90s cars are the best you think modern is the best do you think 80s 70s do you think the wagons with the horses is the best (laughs) like you you had me what sorry Clydesdales are some beautiful horses. They are. They are. They are. I love that Super Bowl commercial. Yep. Budweiser <laughs> usually does Clydesdales. Yeah. Um, oh man, that's I've I've I know obviously like '90s Japanese is stuff. '90s just nostalgic though. I it might be yes. it might be because you know it, it's it's very well. But honestly, like the more I've like looked into it and have like just been browsing around and like just seeing things, I'm like, man, that is really kind of cool. Like. I, I do tend to have been falling back more towards like the eighties oh. stuff. <laughs> like F like, oh, wasn't like an F B R X seven just Slaps. super clean. So cool. Did lowered on those? Yeah. yeah. And I somehow I know. How did you it. like it? It was slow. Yeah. Well uh, that's I will here okay. here you're, you're talking you're Joel's talking language. Me, yeah. yeah. So I would say Perfect. That I want it. <laughs> what made the F B so fun is that when you got in it, it was it was quite literally the perfect level of a time capsule. Right. That's why it's like I see the FBs out there that are like the entire interior is red. Yep, I had that. They, Alex has my current dream. You know what I'm? Oh. I think it. Yeah, it's interesting because you get around that era, and it was fun. It was when like big switches were happening yeah. with the car industry. So they were companies trying were trying stuff, yeah. weird shit. So like it wasn't like everything was super situated where it was like the window switches. Mm-hmm. And so, so you get these really quirky, <laughs> odd features in cars where like modern day stuff. A lot of it's identically the same. It's like, where are we going to put the touch screen? And that's about what yep. changes on the interior. How big. Yeah. yeah how how big. big and where. Yeah. And that's about what's changing. But like in that time yeah. frame, shit was weird. It's like, it's like, dude, did you know my my window unlock is underneath <laughs> my seat? <laughs> it's like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Like Why? you said, like the, just the giant switches for no reason. Yeah. Like they were just trying to do stuff. 
and I kind of fucking love it. So it's like now reminds that, me. I'm sorry. Reminds me of the 1982 G series air conditioning in the 911, where it's like fucking yeah. pull lever one, <laughs> yeah, exactly. pull lever two, push down lever three, switch it to the right, turn the knob, and like, you might get manual it's transmission like, air conditioning. It's like flying a fucking airplane yeah. at that point. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It's like I gotta set the mixture. You Got know, the flaps like, at 80 yeah. <laughs> percent. Like trying to drive at the same time too. So you're like looking down. Yeah. And you're like. Yeah. Are you texting? No, I'm just <laughs> And it's like, if it wasn't the for the defroster. fucking stigma that I found myself in with driving slow fucking NA cars, I would have an FBRX7. Yeah. But I know if I do, I'm going to get fucking shunned. Yeah. You need a turbo car. I know. You need a turbo car. The would... problem is, the only like somewhat affordable, practical turbo car is a fucking WRX. And if I buy You're one wrong. of those. You're wrong. All right. Wrong. What do you got? SRT4. Mm. Okay, I said practical. Um, caliber. <laughs> yeah, maybe not caliber. anymore. Ooh. See, caliber. Caliber. I would yeah. get a caliber SRT4 myself. Okay. You, Mine and I have talked they're about. They're what? Like fucking 15 grand no. right now? They're fucking no. six. Yeah, they're like 7995. Yeah, $116,000. They're slept on. Buy After one. this podcast, they're not. They're yeah, gonna, we, we, we talked about them, so they're going to be 15 grand. You would love one. A caliber SRT4 would be so one. sick. What does that mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What, yeah, well, how not, do I see you in it? Yeah. I yeah. just see you Why? in it. Why? Yeah, what does <laughs> that just, mean? It just, it fits what, your what about persona. It? What about it? Well, yeah. Boisterous. What does that mean? <laughs> okay. What do you want me to say? Boisterous? <laughs> I'll have you know I've lost weight, okay? Yeah. I'm not saying it because you're a big boy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a boisterous. I feel like it would complement your style of a what? lot. Yeah, what's the style? <laughs> Full style. Like full size? <laughs> what? Right. You keep that's, bringing it back. That was up. rude. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> I'm not trying to say it like that. Was that. Rude. Oh Alex my is god. Fat shaming. I'm okay. Canceled. <laughs> what I would say, my favorite changes it up. Yeah. Really. yeah. Get out of this one. <laughs> let me just get out of jail let's quick. Not let him. Let's not let him. Uh, Why do you? Th- <laughs> <laughs> Boisterous. <laughs> the, that's gonna be the license plate. <laughs> Boise. Um, PTGT as well. Just so you know. What about it? I that fits wanna... Joe's style. A PTGT. Why is it? You're just slapping this guy cars. around. Because he's like he's got you know he's got the naturally aspirated tone. Maybe he needs to get a little Sean Burke. I don't. Him. I don't think a caliber SRT4 fits Joe's personality at all. But I want him to get one just so he can experience. <laughs> it. I think it would. And I, I also think don't the... think a PTGT <laughs> no. fits Joe's yeah. personality. Well, no, that one doesn't fit Joe's persona. But I think it's a cool car. They're all right. uh, they're... The PTGT the engine's is a cool. cool. Car. The engine's cool. Yeah, and then you can take all the seats out in the back, and you it practically can be a have a sleeper. van. If you're into sleepers, yeah, you could sleep in it. <laughs> you can sleep in it. <laughs> Apparently, if you take the seats out, you can sleep in it. Okay, yeah. Alex, yeah. what era of cars is the best? I preferred the era of cars where the rally uh, world, like nobody noticed that people were dying left and right, and uh, they just made these ridiculously dangerous world rally cars. The so, the Group B stuff. Uh, from like 19, well, it's not just Group B, but like 1979 to 1986, mm-hmm. I think is when Group B officially ended or 87. That era of cars, especially the Euro stuff, it, there it, it was insane yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. Like at one point, the S4 Quattro, or just the Quattro, the Audi Quattro they had in 1985, I think it was, weighed less than 2,000 pounds. It was like 1,800 pounds. And it had 590 Not horsepower. And it was all-wheel drive. 
and there was no there's nothing besides like a roll cage there's no safety anything right. in the car yeah. and it's like that era of cars back then when they just these Sent companies it. just did it because yeah. they could and there was no rules against it that's probably my favorite it's also where you got some pretty wild ideas that came because then like the, the three series the bmw or i'm sorry the three series uh the mercedes of the world audis of the world started coming to the united states yep. to make a lot of noise with their road production cars mm -hmm. and then that's when a lot of the domestic companies started clapping back with their own race production version of cars. Yeah. And that's how you got some cool stuff from like Ford and you got cool stuff from Dodge. It came in at like the wrong time almost. Well, like literally yeah. because it was the seventies when the EPA smoked everyone, <laughs> the Japanese car companies came in and said, we'll give you a really affordable, fun car that Meets gets good gas standards. mileage. Yeah. Cause we've had to do it in Japan yep. forever. Yep. And all of a sudden, you had Japan and you know, Japanese cars in here. Then the domestics kind of sat in this weird spot. And then the Euro cars came in a decade later and were like, let me show you what you can get out of a car. Mm -hmm. And then like the domestic car, they had to do something. And then they're like, what if we put a truck engine in a sports car? And they made the Dodge Viper. Oh, this all led to that? I'm so sick of the Dodge Viper. <laughs> Listen, it's kiki cold. I only got so much I can talk about these days. It's actually kiki warming up. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's not. You can't it say is. it like it's that. A, it's it, a positive temperature. That's my mother's quote, by is the way. Is it hot? All right. My <laughs> favorite, or one I think is the best, which I don't know if it's the best. That's a, that's a big label. But you guys have talked about quite a bit, and I really love those generations, too. But what I'm going to say is I've been living it up lately. I'm going to say modern styling has awesome we're in this era of evs are coming and it's like these companies kind of wanted their last hurrah of their performance lineups and i have been so excited to see the new type r the yeah. new supra the new corolla the um even the 20th anniversary golf r that was released and then the gti and the 380 edition that was like it's manual edition like they're doing a hurrah like this is it there we go. Yep. And I think a lot of them are really fucking cool. And I, I think they did a fantastic job. Like looking at the circuit edition GR Corolla, like that was really neat. Um, the Nissan Z uh, pulling a twin turbo six cylinder and then yeah. keeping some of its Z heritage styling and throwing it back to the old one, but putting a new spin on it. Like there's just been so much. Um, and the new uh, BMWs too, I think yeah. they're killing it. Like, I, I've been trying to grasp all the modern cars, and I think they get a lot of hate initially at first because everybody just wants it to be the 90s car with, right. like, a lip kit Well, a something. lot of the problem is, but, too, is that they're all coming out with inflated MSRPs, and they're super expensive. Yeah, the no prices, yeah. But I, I do think, like, once these are out there, give them a few years, they enter the used market, they're more Dude. attainable. Yeah. And to Dude, be, it's going to be a great time. And it's not just that. I mean, like, even, like, the Chevy Corvette is – a really great car yeah. right now. A mid-engine LS. Guy lately. I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to say, like, it's really easy to forget about domestic in the conversations because everybody loves Japanese cars and right. everybody wants yeah. to talk about European cars. But it's like, the domestic cars ain't in inherently a slouch either. Like, the new S650 is a banger. The S550 was a fantastic platform yeah. for yeah. the car community. Drifts incredibly. Drives super well. Yeah, um, they, they not going to talk about the V word, but the Chevy Corvette, the C8, mid-engine, LS, like you get everything that you could want out of a car. I'm talking about the Viper. Oh, um, we drove the C8. We were a big fan of it. But even like even as a car that may not do it all, in the price point it's supposed to be at, yeah. and after a couple, it's pretty It's pretty damn good. Black wings. Yes. <laughs> Chevy just casually shitting on people every once in a while. If those <laughs> ever get affordable, 
they will be really sick. Mm. Right now, they're in no man's land. Kind of like how the CTSV obviously was. I just don't think they ever will be, dude. Like, I don't think the Blackwing will ever hit a market where it's like, oh, look, they're $40,000. Man, that'd be so sick. Can you imagine if you get a Blackwing for 40K, though? Yeah. Then I'd start being interested in USGM cars. (laughs) Yeah. There is something insanely classy about black wings showing up anywhere because they're yeah. they're, they're mm-hmm. just the right level of uncommon it's a that when you see like, it you're like, like what is it i know that one that, that one's different because you just see the black wing you see the huge calipers as driving yeah. by just all menacingly yeah. you know and you're like wow that's pretty neat and then you hear the rumble as it goes by too because whoa, 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 whoa. sounds like joe's car <laughs> <laughs> which one the bmw oh what's the uh what's the most uh unsuspecting car that you guys have oh, thought about. easy. Because uh, let me just preface what, okay, this a little what, bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I think about the first time I ever saw a CTSV, and I was younger, okay. and I was like, why does it just look a little different? You know, and then I saw the calipers, and I saw, mm-hmm. and then I looked at the car, and it had the V label on the back, and then I saw it go down the drag strip in Eau Claire, and I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. that is nuts. Yeah. And I went home, and I Googled it. What do you think is one of those cars for like the younger generation that that, that they're like, going to realize like holy shit yeah they're like holy what the hell was that but it doesn't look like on the it's still a sports car but like you can't tell the level of sports car you know mm. Mm. Pontiac G8 you think so or like that the SS Chevy mm-hmm. SS G8 line Chevy like, SS is a good one yeah because it's like i remember when i first was introduced to that back in like college we went out on a cruise uh, with a couple guys and uh, one of the guys rolled up in the same. I'm like, that thing sounds fucking gnarly, but it looks like a Malibu. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the <laughs> hell is yeah. that? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's making like 600 fucking horsepower, like supercharged V8. Four and I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, it's also like 40 grand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that was such a perfect car. It came at such the wrong time. Yeah. The Chevy and- SS got slept on. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Dakota? Um, probably Volkswagen Golf Harlequin. I mean, that honestly, obviously, answer, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was the number one thought I was thinking. I know. Everyone forgets about it. Do you have a number two? Oh, um, <laughs> number two is a great way to ask that. <laughs> Probably Volkswagen Jetta TDI. I've seen some pretty impressive numbers put down <laughs> on a specific <laughs> autocross course from that car. Um, That's all I'm saying. I, any wagon. Is slept on. What about the Buke wagon? Yeah. Oh, dude. Those don't have much performance, but but when they're bagged and have wheels on, my God, why do I not see more of those at shows? I want to get one just so I can do it. I did see one recently posted up, and oh, my God, it was so good. And actually, I think that one made a little bit of power. as a certain edition. I wish I knew. Polestar. Was it? Because I was going to say Volvo Polestar. Volvo. Yeah, yeah, that's a sick... Um, what do those have for engines in them? So it's a very this is a very confusing thing. Which, by the way, Volvo, if you're watching this and you need help with your branding and marketing, let Volvo. us know because Volvo's it's a very not. confusing thing to watch. They're making TikToks, making fun of people, <laughs> saying that Polestar is just a Volvo, but the the statement is that nobody knows what Polestar is, and they're not even explaining it at all. Volvo had for a very brief period of time a Polestar like addition within their lineup, and then they also spun off Polestar as its own like high performance ev thing and the wagons that came out in like 2021 Mm -hmm. they had a certain like polestar edition where it's like a 
twin turbo something something or another weird displacement engine. Isn't there like a supercharged and turbocharged? I'm gonna Google this because my fr- wagon. My friend Alan had one, yeah, and it was yeah. so Dude, cool. Volvos Dude, are, they are just, gnarly. Volvos are a whole other world that I honestly do not know much about. Like I feel it is like just it is off on its own thing, and I unfortunately don't know a ton about them. So can you spell it? Volvo. S. <laughs> Uh, no. Bill's, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Stop that. Can you spell it? Use it in a sentence. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, what did you find the no, uh, country of origin? Sweden. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so definitely S. Uh, Volvo. You can sleep in it. Yeah. Is that their tagline? Yep. If it's not, it should be. I think it is. Is this giving you enough time yet? <laughs> you guys need to keep talking. Do something uh, else. Um, Dakota, do that thing with your belly you did before. What? You know, just do. Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping to come up with something. I came up with something. Hurry up! What are you looking up? We're supposed I'm tr- to be prepared I'm, for I'm this. I'm literally trying to find it, guys. Just search. Okay. Long story short, Volvo wagons dope. All right, go get one. <laughs> yeah. Done. The thing is, is everything's named a Polestar now. It's not a Volvo Polestar. It's just a Polestar. Great. So now I'm just confused. So now I'm just gonna go Volvo. Wagon. Twenty twenty one should be enough time. You spelled it with a V. <laughs> There's no V in Volvo. What the hell are you talking about? All right. Well, thanks guys. That's <laughs> why you can't find anything. Yeah. All right. Anyways, another sleeper car. <laughs> um, this one's only gonna set you back a few pennies. Is probably the Audi RS six Avant. <laughs> oh, Jim. I could sleep in that. You really just went went all in. It's on big it. enough. I could sleep in it. One day people will realize. Yeah. That they should have spent a hundred grand on one. Yeah. So, um, so I found it. Thank God. <laughs> I know you're on one. Uh, so it is a super and turbocharged. I said that two liter inline four that makes 316 horsepower and 295 foot pounds of torque in normal form, and then also up to 330 horsepower when selecting the optional Polestar engineered tune. This is just complicated. It, no, it's super. No, it's not. It's not as complicated as the name. That shit's I'm not, wild. I'm not following. The 2021 Volvo V90 T6 all-wheel drive. No wonder it didn't sell. Nobody's gonna remember that. No. How many? Oh, more? I forgot it already. Yeah. I, what did you say? Yeah. Well, it's a it's a huge wagon. Sick. And, Are we sure uh, sleeping it? Design got eight out of ten, so I would say it's probably the same as a. You want to check if that camera's still going? We've been on this one for a minute. I just want to make sure that we're. uh... Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, with that being said, I suppose we should take our next. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Keep throwing vowels. Not even vowels. Volvos. Volvo. (laughs) Keep saying the word wrong. Are you having a stroke? S aren't vowels. I don't know why I said that. Okay, go ahead. What? Talk about our next sponsor, Fortunato. Why are you pointing at Thanks, that? Fortunato, for sponsoring the Martini Works podcast. Uh, I put them through their paces at Winter Autocross, and they came out of it. And I did have peace of mind while I was doing it. I kept telling myself, I'm not even joking. This isn't even an ad. I was like, they're rebuildable. They're rebuildable. <laughs> they're rebuildable. If they do break, they didn't. So that's the good news. But down the line, when they eventually do go, I can get them reserviced if I need to. But I've been running on them for like three years now and beating the shit out of them they've been fantastic uh i run 500 series in my car absolutely love it if you're looking at uh 500 series or 510 series is another really great option and check those out at martini works and as always we appreciate them sponsoring the podcast
Welcome back to Martini Work Hut Jr.'s podcast, where we sell glizzies. I love it. <laughs> I, love it. I love everything about that. New brand. loves glizzies. His headphones are not so he could hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome. What? <laughs> <laughs> not that we weren't not talking the... about glizzies. Yeah. Breaking news. Hit me with it. Ford's new 48-inch digital dashboard. Dude. Is a lot 48? of Android for one car. 48? Dude, I remember when our family was excited to get a 32-inch uh, TV. Yes, literally. <laughs> 48 inches of Where are they monitor. putting that? At uh, the windshield? Across the entire dash. Yeah, this Holy is why cars are getting wider now, is to fit all the fucking infotainment. <laughs> Bro, somebody's going to hit their brakes, and little Timmy's going to fucking smoke his head on the dash, and it's going to cost 45 <laughs> grand to replace. Just, I'm convinced that <laughs> yeah. the, the Temple Run game is just going to be like on continuous <laughs> oh play. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, For the yeah, next generation of drivers just... so that they pay attention to driving on the road, there's just like constantly yeah, playing just Subway Temple Run. For that like, fucking... car that's like going down the track and just flips <laughs> oh, and rolls and jumps. Yeah, beam fucking uh, <laughs> That's insane, dude. Oh God. Here's I... just a genuine question from right. the internet. What happened to Jaguar? Holy fuck. Is it still in business? I think so. I think that's the point. No one knows. Is Jaguar just money laundering I, I'm gonna business? Ask, I'm going to ask a really dumb question. Okay. Isn't, How does it spell Jaguar? Isn't Jaguar Ford? Yeah. I think it was. Is it, is it I don't like, know if it still is. It's like, a division of. Okay. Like, or, you but know. I thought like it was like Honda like Acura. British, though. Oh. I mean, it's just owned Ford, by Ford. Ford owned everyone for a little while there. Yeah, like I don't. Know. Yeah, then they stopped. Yeah, They're like okay, That's wait, true. we need this money back. I don't know if it's. A, oh, there's PCAT. <laughs> Maki, Maki, don't even think about it. I'm Maki, watching you. Like I'm Maki. watching you. Look at the eyes. You he's, see how he's he's, he's, he's scoping. God. He's going for my Machi. Machi, where are you going? That's what that's his name when he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Pee on the donuts yeah. if you're gonna do it. Uh, yeah, pee on my. Machi, donuts. Machi had one bad run. Machi, Machi had no fun. <laughs> Machi has one bad one bad time with his bladder, and now he's barred from this. Now we gotta keep an eye on him. And I had to wash my jacket. Yeah, we washed his jacket too. It wasn't enough though. (laughs) There it is. First, I go after the boisterous. Then I have to. (laughs) Cat's pissing on me. (laughs) You gotta say careful on how you say that. All right. Um, I was trying to think. Oh God, I was responsible. Yeah, for this. You're the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> this is your segment. Well, I was news. watching Machi. I was scared. I if Machi. Singer, do you guys know Singer? Uh, <laughs> be more specific. What's nine eleven? The like the guys that make the really high quality, super I, nice, sexy nine eleven. Uh, uh, what band is he in? Yeah, Singer. Singer. Um, you guys don't know this for real. Steven Tyler. Okay, we're gonna skip this one. What band plays? What is the worst Do manual transmission singer? car ever made? Do I know Singer? What is the worst manual transmission ever made? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of one that I drove and I was like, oh, this is really fucking gross. Because I think it's happened a couple times. It's usually just economy cars that have isn't a manual. Like, but I'm not talking like economy, like Focus ST or something, you know, like or like Cobalt SS. I'm thinking like economy, economy car with a manual transmission. Oh, like uh, when I'm just a base model. I car bless, I bless this woman's soul. So let me say this before I say it. Gretchen is the, one of the nicest human beings in the world, and I love everything that she does for us. But when when I drove that Dodge Dart manual, it was oh, one of the worst experiences yeah. in my life. Yeah, oh. it's so soft. Wasn't everything the- about it is just kind of like in the air. It's like I'm shifting into like a parfait. 
if you will. Shifting <laughs> into a parfait. Yeah, it's just like it's all just creamy <laughs> like moving that. around. There's like some that. there's some substance in there, but you don't You'll really find know it eventually. If it's but it's move. mostly yogurt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there might be some granola. Um, wasn't there like an issue with like some of like the infinity? Um, transmissions like with their red line series or their red series or yeah. something like that. I don't know if there was. I don't know the issue, but I know that the red lines had a lot uh, of issues. A lot of yeah. issues, and which is why I kind of plagued some of the Nissan Z yeah. initial reception. I can't remember if it's mostly engine or trans. I thought it was trans. I had an F one fifty of the manual transmission. How'd that go? It was actually alright. Okay. It was good. I was gonna say in my experience with manual transmission cars, I haven't had a bad one. Oh. Um, so I guess I'm not versed enough to say. Our our Honda Civic Si, I think it had like an electronically assisted. Yeah, in that one it didn't feel the best. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the worst. I'm just like nitpicking here, but it it was kind of eh. It just what's eh. what's the internet saying? Did they have any answers? Oh yeah, but I'm already back. past okay. that. I'm on right, to the what big do we got? one. Go. I'm on to the oh, biggest piece of news I know this of this goes. week. I know so this much goes. so that I think I'm actually doing a video on it too. Yep. Oh wow. Here it is. Laguna Seca Sioux. Oh yeah, that's right. My rich neighbors for being a dude. That could, this could have been a whole subject because fuck those idiots that are trying to say that, dude. That is you the know? most bullshit fucking. Ugh, oh, that my gets God. my blood boiling. The it fact- was filed. This, so this was filed oh. on December twelfth with Monterey County and the Highway sixty eight Coalition, a group of nearby property owners and residents. The group and its legal representation pulled out all the stops to assault Laguna Seca's legality, arguing that it doesn't abide by or uh, environmental ordinances, that racing isn't allowed by zoning laws, or the land use permit, and so on. They claim the circuit is a public nuisance and has caused and will continue to cause irreparable injury, not subject to monetary damages. Bro, it's a fucking racetrack in yeah. a mountain. Yeah. They literally built it in a mountain to stay away from people, and people are like, that looks like a good place to live. It's yeah. a fucking reoccurring story of every goddamn racetrack that goes through this, and I don't mm-hmm. fucking understand how it continues to be a thing. Why the fuck do people keep building these fucking giant houses out near racetracks, and they're like, hey, this is kind of an issue. Like, I, I know it's so fucking cliche to say, and like the argument's been made, but it's yeah. like, I don't understand how it keeps happening. If they're worried about fucking zoning issues, they should be worried about the fucking zoning issues that are involved with putting houses near the racetracks. Yeah. Not all of a sudden, oh, hey, well, no, we changed it. Now the racetrack doesn't really meet our standards, so uh, you guys are going to have to figure that one out. It's like, bro, they've been there for fucking how long? Yeah. It's what's not crazy, a new thing. What's crazy here is whoever's whoever kind of filed this is, I mean, they're, they're smart. So what they're, Maki, this isn't about you right now. Um, so what they say is that they don't want no. Don't you dare go down there, Gels. You're on. You're on Maki watch when I explain this. I don't know okay. what you want me to do about it. Just if you see him look like he's about to squat, grab him. Squat with him. <laughs> don't do it. So here's here's the thing with this. The plaintiffs don't want fewer races. They want them gone entirely. And what they're claiming. You want to come over here? Is that going to make you feel better? What they're claiming is that it's a breach of environmental law in the state, and because of that. It bypasses any of the grandfathered rules that Laguna Seca came into because they were grandfathered into certain exemptions because of their location, dating all the way back to the 80s. And so essentially what they're saying is it doesn't matter. It's, again, it's an environmental thing. And if you keep letting it run, you're essentially saying fuck the environment. Fuck the environment. Yeah. So yeah, That sounds like a California thing if I've ever fucking heard it. Yeah. yeah. Like that one racetrack even comes close to their 16 lanes of highway that are gridlocked 24 7 
This kid doing hell? I'm just taking a what picture. He's DJ. He's DJing us. He's no, making sure we're all good. He was not DJing. Machi! broken out. By the way, just so everybody knows, Macchiato is our shop cat. He's mm-hmm. our official mascot of uh, Martini Works as well. So we, we do have to keep an eye on him. Yeah. Whether it's unclear which interest the Highway 68 Coalition truly represents, it's clear that most at stake, aside from motorsport fans, are the moneyed interests directly adjacent to the track. So there's like... There's so like places the to shoot guns. There's places to do all sorts of things around this, too, and they're not that's, getting complaints about that's, that. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can fucking 1,000% guarantee that the people or person behind this is not fucking worried about the environment. It was just the easy route to take to get it yeah. shut down, and there is some fucking monetary investment behind it that they are looking to benefit from. Yep. It all comes down to fucking money. I can't that the person and people behind that do not give a fuck about what the racetrack is doing for the environment with the race cars that drive on it. I can I can guarantee you that yep. there is some other ulterior motive behind it, which is what really fucking sucks. There always is. Yeah. So if, that was one of the top comments on the the article was that this had happened in the past, and it's essentially landowners that are creating this group getting all the residents into a, a rife about it to cause enough noise to convince the county to shut it down so that the people can then buy the land. Of course. So they can sell it. So yeah. someone can make out a bunch of money. What yeah. is he doing? I don't know. Just let him be. I'm just worried about him. Okay, he's not very smart. Anyway, so that's what we got for the breaking news segment. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I think I, I think when it, it comes down... Yeah. Here's the thing. When it comes down to racetracks... A lot of them were built so long ago, and I don't know when Laguna Seca was built, but like they were built so far out of the way mm-hmm. because the only people that really afford could afford it and had the space to do it were like farmers and people like that that already had a ton of land. Yeah. And so these initial land plots are literally, they are in the middle of nowhere, not necessarily in California, but yeah. like, you know, in Wisconsin, when you think about there. it, a lot of them are. And then what happens is these developments come around. And they get closer and closer and closer. And as the counties tighten up on what square footage they have, they essentially start going to these tracks and being like, listen, man, you can sell it to us. And a lot of times the track guys are like, no, we want it. It's like, all right, we'll find some legal And then they force them to sell because they're like, okay, well, you're making too much noise. Now it's a noise ordinance. That's exactly what it is. They want to fucking build more houses out there because it's a beautiful area and they have no more land to do it. And Laguna Seca is a huge plot of land. And they're like, well, we just get them shut down. Yeah. We can buy it. Probably pretty cheap. So sell it. Long story short, however you can support Laguna Seca. Let's not get that bitch closed because it's cool as fuck. Yeah, you guys, you guys went there. to it, didn't you? I, yeah. And that and was, was so neat. Oh, my God. It was one it of the coolest It's a beautiful experience. area. It's a beautiful track. It's so unique. Dude, you got to drive like 30 minutes up a mountain to even. Yeah. This <laughs> is really concerned about yeah, this kid. Yeah, he, yeah. So, he's like, I, I, are we doing a podcast? I don't. Yeah, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you guys for watching. We got to take care of the cat, Maki, because he's, he's freaking out of pee. I don't know. So thank you for watching. Uh, and comment down below your favorite color car. Mine is orange. I like yellow. Yellow's good. I really like yellow. Yeah, yellow so, looks really good. But I, I just said a weird one because then now I know who watched till the end, and then I can give them all of my respect. Alex, you're ruining the podcast. Put the cat down.